Toby. Or not Toby. That's this week's burning question on Monday Movies. <laughs> Will sure Toby make it into the studio? Well, there's a lot of traffic in that area. I so know, he's not here yet. No. So, fingers crossed. Fingers are crossed. Yeah. Hi, Duncan. Hi, Lucas. How are you? Is your name Lucas or no, Luke? No, it's just Luke. Is that short for anything? What, Luke? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Right. What, you're, I don't know why I wonder. You can shorten yours to Dunk. Oh, yeah, I wish you wouldn't. No. Duncan, it's not short for anything, is it? No. Duncanist. No. <laughs> no. No. How are you? Horrible. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. Did you have Good. a lovely weekend? Uh, yes, I did. Did you do thank anything you special? Asking. Nothing in particular. You weren't no. on Radio Oxford? I was on Radio <laughs> Oxford, yeah. You? I'm the current big film quiz champion. <laughs> Were you? You're a film champion after this question. Question number one. Can you name the British actor who played Nelson Mandela in the film Mandela, The Long Walk to Freedom, and was recently hotly tipped to play the next James Bond? Duncan. Duncan, go ahead. Uh, David Ayelowo. Say again? David Ayelowo. Can't believe you didn't say Idris Elba. Or Idris Elba if you're Toby. Because, who did I, I said David Ayelowo. You because did. Because he was in a very similar film. He was in Selma. But he's not been... He's never played Nelson Mandela. No, but he's not been up for um, James Bond either. I thought that was the big... Oh, the big no, giveaway. no, you're right, yes. No, he hasn't. Because I didn't get it from the first bit, because I can remember who played Nelson well, Mandela, no, and then it was like, oh, he's up for... No, because he was he was in Selma, and he was in that other one um, about the Botswana leader who married the English girl. And that's what... I, I don't know, anyway. I got better. You did, you did you did win. I got better, and I won. You won. Much <laughs> to Simon's wife's disgust. <laughs> I can't, you didn't win. You lost? <laughs> um... Oh, you know, hang on. We can't say that without you being... Because, you know, you were a bit grumpy halfway through. He's fast. Yeah, very. Well, I was kind of thrown on there, and they don't tell you how it works no. or what the format is, although I suppose they assume you listen to their show. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I don't. No. Because it's in Oxford. Yeah, and then I expect a prize at the end, and all he <laughs> says to me is... We'll speak to you the same time next week. Like, oh, my God, this is like having a job. Are you doing anything next Sunday? Well, obviously at 5.30, I'll be on BBC Radio, Radio Oxford. Oxford. Thanks go. for listening. Um, coming up a little bit later what, on. Would you like me to... Okay, so I'm definitely going to be on. Yes. So is there something you want me to Ooh. shoehorn in to my, or, to my hello or my goodbye parts? Think about it. And tell okay. me after the show. show. All right, okay. I'll think about it. Uh, coming up after the show as well, oh, yeah. uh, we have a mystery voice. <gasps> Yes, I've not heard it yet. Do. Uh, we have one of Rob's features from oh. a Saturday, but we're going to do it on the oh, extras. Oh, exciting. Uh, and a late review. Oh, this is more packed than the actual show. And oh. we'll do a quick look at the top ten because we we're not going to do it in the show. I don't think we need to. I feel like we do. Do we? Yes. Okay. Or just quickly run just very, through. Just not like uh, okay. in-depth. In the main part of the show, yes. uh, reviews of 1917, Ooh. Little Women, Ooh. and a look at the Oscars, BAFTAs, and Critics' Choice. Very nice. There you go. Um... Pack show. How are we going to start the show? Well, Toby's not here to do it at the moment. No. <coughs> Here's the show. It's like, Enjoy. It's like Toby's here. Yeah. This is Wickham Sound 106.6 FM on a Monday evening. Time for this. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Welcome to the programme. I'm Duncan Strip, joined in the studio by Luke Davis. Good evening. Mason Cunningham. Good evening. And, oh, oh. a big 
Toby, Toby shaped, shaped hole, hole in the middle over here where he'll be here later. Do we know where he is? No idea. No, in a car somewhere. <laughs> he tried to phone you. He did try and Facebook phone me for some strange, strange reason. Work. Kids today. Um, if you want to join in, you can. You can give us a call 01494 if you've seen anything at the cinema or on TV this week that you want to talk about. Uh, you can WhatsApp us on the same number. We're on Twitter at Wickham Sound, Facebook.com forward slash Wixo Monday Movies, or you can email Monday Movies at WickhamSound.org.uk. I got it all right. Well done. Thank you very much. Um, lots of film news today. Okay. Big day in the film world because uh, the Oscar nominations were announced. Oh. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, do you want to talk about Oscars or BAFTAs? To let's... be honest, not a big difference. Well, let's do BAFTAs first because they did come out first, didn't they? They did come out first, yes. So the BAFTAs, um, both of them are in a bit a spot above her, as uh, Frank Spencer would say. For the one for the old people there. I thought the spot above us. Very good. Frank yeah, no, I don't yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Um, because of their lack of diversity. So two years ago, the hashtag Oscars So White was trending because there was virtually no people of colour uh, in the nominations. Last year, the BAFTAs and the Oscars um, put that right slightly yeah. because there were lots of winners and nominees. Uh, it all seems to have gone... Back to, back to the normal yeah, old ways. Back, yeah. Uh, so if we're looking at the BAFTAs, best film nominations are, <clears throat> excuse me, 1917, The Irishman, Joker, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Parasite. Are you surprised by any them? Any thoughts? I was going to say any thoughts, but of course you've not seen any of them, so you're not going to have any thoughts, <laughs> no, are you? but I'm not, su- um, I'm not surprised that Joker or the 1917 are there. The 1917? They're not a pop group. <laughs> Sorry. It's a year. Uh, 1917 are in there because they have had, you know, huge success. They have had huge success. Although 1917 hadn't had huge success when these are... Uh, no, BAFTA but in America, in America it had, though. No. No, not no, even no, then. No. It only came out, it was on limited release last oh, week. Oh, OK. And it's just come out on wide release. Uh, and of course, Irishman um, is... Only on Netflix as well. Uh, yes, although it was a theatrical release, okay. but it is now only on Netflix. Um, outstanding. Brit- this is the weird thing because the outstanding British film. Easy for you to say. So the nominations are 1917, Bait, Fasama, Rocket Man, Sorry We Missed You, and the Two Popes. Now the weird thing about this is, um, 1917 won't win that. One of the others will. And then you think, well, why isn't that in the best film category instead of if it's the best British film? Uh, yeah, that's that means it's better than yeah, uh, but it won't be. Do you, who do you think is going to win that then? Which was said. <coughs> who, I, hang on, go back to best film. Who do you think is going to win that? Uh, best film, I think, nineteen seventeen. Do you think so? Yes, because it's the Baftas, okay. and they're quite part. They're quite. It's not partisan. What's the word I'm looking I for? I don't know. Is what... partisan where you're favouring one person, or is partisan where you're not favouring anyone in particular? I know. I think partisan is. When you're favouriting. Then it's, they're, okay. they're partisan then, so they'll go for the British film, so. 1917. Outstanding British film, I think they'll go for Bates. Oh, you know what? I really hope it's Rocket Man. Mm, I hope it's them. It won't be. No. Uh, actress in the leading role, we've got Jessie Buckley for Wild Rose, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. 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 Uh, Judy's a front-runner, but again, it's the British Academy Awards, so I would lean towards Jessie Buckley. Because she's British. Because she's British. British, yeah. And leading actor, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Taron Egerton for Rocket Man, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Taron? Uh, if it's not Joaquin, then yes. Because didn't Rami Malek win the 
BAFTA for yes, Bohemian and, and then and won the Oscar, Oscar. But we'll come to that oh, okay. shortly. Oh. <coughs> Supporting actor, we've got Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci and Brad Pitt. Uh, which I think is exactly the same list that have been nominated for Oscars right, for Best okay. Supporting Actress. Is it the same people? The five, same five people. No, I mean, the, do the both BAFTAs mm, and Oscars? Probably, yeah. yeah. The, the average age of the Best Supporting Actor nominees is 71. Wow. <laughs> so there's, like, there's no youngsters, no youngsters being given a shot at all. And then for Director, Sam Mendes for 1917. Sir, 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 Sir Sam. Sam. Yeah. Uh, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasites. Now, you know who I want to win that, don't Parasite. you? Parasite. I do want Parasite to win Who do you that. think will win it, though? Uh, 1970. Uh, Sam Mendes for 1917. Yeah. Again. I agree. I Chip mean, in any time. We'll anybody. talk about this later on, though, yeah. but the, the, the directing of that film, mm. very impressive. Which film? 1917. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the directing of Parasite. I've, well, I've not seen anything about that. So very clever. I've only heard you Well, interesting. About it. You might get to see it because... Oh. It, we all might get to see it. I entered a competition... Oh, did you? Yes, a certain cinema chain, not one in Wickham. Right. Uh, one of the more luxury cinema chains has a com- competition, and what you win is a private screening for friends and family oh, of Parasite. So you're nice. the only people in the screening, and you get a- an open bar and some food. There we go. Sounds nice. Good. Sounds good. Nice, yes. Um, what else have we got? A film not in the English language for the BAFTAs, The Farewell for Sama, Pain and Glory, Parasite, and Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Eat my hat if that's not Parasite. Shall I tell you one that I'm very happy about? Mm. Um, and it, it both for the Oscar and the BAFTA, but uh, that's the fact that Star Wars has got him for sound because it's John Williams' last... You mean for music? For music, yeah. Yes. It's his last film for Star Wars where he's yes. composed the music. Mm-hmm. And I did think that in The Rise of Skywalker the music was very good. So I, mm. hope, I hope that he gets that as a nice sort of... You've done very well. well done. And it's one of the three films you watched. Yeah, exactly, year, exactly. So you, you like to champion that. <laughs> yes. Good. Well done. Well done to it. Um, the, all the other ones are much of a much. You find out when, once the five big films have been announced, they seem to get all the nominations, Nations, don't yeah. they, for everything. Um, but one um, that is also very good is special visual effects. And mm-hmm. the fact that Lion King is in that and not in for best real life film. Uh, but it's also in for. No, it's not in for animation, is it? No, it's just in for visual effects. Yes, it's not in for animation. No. Which is odd because it is animated. And it, well, kind yes. Of. But I think it's more visual effects than it is animated. Mm. If I... what, so, visual effects for the BAFTAs is 1917, Avengers, Irishman, Lion King, and Star Wars. Which are all. An... See, because animated is like it's Frozen Two, Shaun the Sheep, Toy Story Four, and Klaus. Shaun the Sheep will win that again because it's the BAFTAs. I hope so. Um, so we can play the clip again. I've, yes, po- yeah. Um, but that's all. It doesn't look real. It looks like it, I like to think of animating is like when it's old school and it's like bits of clay, yes. like morph. Yes. Whereas special effects is like Thanos snapping his fingers, mm. uh, explosions in 1917, or the Lion King when that was all computer generated. Yes. Okay, so you're saying the Lion King shouldn't win, or should? No, for special effects. Yes, I agree. Oh, it should, but it shouldn't be an animated. No. Okay. Which good. it isn't. So. Which it isn't. No. So that's good. That's good. Well done. Uh, so that's most of the Baftas, and they're pretty poor. Yeah. Uh, so if we look at, is there the... anything before we move into the Oscars? Is there anything mm. in the Baftas that you think should be there that isn't? Jojo Rabbit isn't there enough. That's true. Yes. Isn't there um, half enough? Now I've lost my page. Sorry. Hang on. Hang on. Where, where am I going? Oscars? Here we go. Um, 
No, the BAFTAs. So, yeah, Jojo Rabbit isn't there. But if we look at the leading actress, uh, Jesse Buckley, Scarlett Johansson, Saoirse Ronan, Charlize Theron, Renée Zellweger, the actors, DiCaprio, Driver, Edgerton, Phoenix and Price, supporting actress, Dern, Johansson, Pugh, Robbie and Robbie. Yeah. I mean, Margot Robbie's in there twice. <laughs> it's as though they're thinking, right, we need a supporting actress... Oh, we can't find five different no. lines. And th- to be honest, once upon a time in Hollywood, Margot Robbie has about five lines. She's in it for about ten minutes. She shouldn't win. And there's or more she shouldn't people- be nominated no. for a supporting actress. There were loads more. That should- so, you know, to give her two nominations is ridiculous. And then supporting actors, Hanks, Hopkins, Pacino, Pesci and Britt. Every single one of them in the four major acting categories, white. Right. And, I mean... Uh, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet should have been in there. She's a British actress, black British actress who was really good. And um, for Lapita Nyongo not to be in there for us, us being of course, yes. Jordan Peele's horror film where she basically plays two roles. But it's like they forget about um, some of the because when us came out, when did that quite come a while out? ago? It's like yes, they just for, forget, forget about all it. about it. Yeah. They just focus on the new stuff. But then horror films never do well. Horror they films don't. are always underrepresented. So the big horror film that came out last year was Hereditary with Tony. And when it came out, and it came out March, April time in 2018, everyone yes. was saying that Tony Collette is a shoo-in for some acting awards because it was so good. And she was completely overlooked. So it's the same thing. Lupita Nyong'o should have been nominated. Uh, J-Lo for Hustle. Of course, Hustlers. yes. That's the one I banged on about earlier you did, you in the said, year. And everyone was talking about her getting something. Yeah, she was one of the frontrunners to get an acting award, but nothing. And the other thing, and we'll talk about this in the uh, Oscars as well, is female directors. There's none, is there? There's none. none. So Greta Gerwig, uh, Her Little Women, that's been nominated in all categories, but she didn't get a, a directing award, uh, a directing nomination. The woman who directed Hustlers has been ignored, and Lulu Wang, who directed The Farewell, one of the best films of the year, she's got nothing either. I think the fact that if li- Little Woman has been in all the other categories, then surely the director deserves to be nominated. Well, you would think so, wouldn't you? You would think yes, so. Yes, you would think so. I mean, the good thing is that Parasite has got a lot of nominations. Yes, you're happy about and that. And that is very, very good. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. Um, as a precursor to the Oscars, the critics' um, annual Critics' Choice Awards were announced on Sunday. Much of the same? Oh, we'll just go through the winners because um, these usually give an indication as to who's going to win the Oscars. Uh, I think about eight times out of ten, the winners of these awards go on to win the Oscar. So, uh, best film went to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Surprised? Uh, no. No. Best actor went to Whacking Phoenix for Joker, actress to Renee Zellweger for Judy. And you've got to think Phoenix and Zellweger are the front runners in the big acting categories. They're yeah. To, to win all the awards. Uh, supporting actor went to Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and supporting actress went to Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Got no no arguments there, really. Uh, they have an acting ensemble which went to The Irishman. Okay. And they also have Best Young Actor and that went to Roman Griffin, Griffin Davis which I was thrilled about because he's the little kid in Jojo Rabbit. Uh, and yeah. I said when I first you saw it, he needs to win, win all the awards going. I uh, think... I think definitely in, in, in Best Actor, I think, I think the Joker's going to do quite well for Best Actor. And um, because it, it was the, the h- highest rating 
18 film yes. or so i think it's the highest grossing, grossing 18 rated film, film ever i think and it's the highest gro- one of the highest grossing dc films it is yeah. It, well, if not the the highest yeah yeah um best director was a tie between uh, bong joon ho and sam mendes a tie for parasite i know i don't know if any other awards ceremonies do ties how does that work i know i don't know if they share it they get half an award each <laughs> so just just in the background you just hear yeah they cut through the awards uh, quentin tarantino won for best original screenplay and greta gerwig for best adapted screenplay for little women so she did win something there um best production design went to once upon a time in hollywood editing went to to, uh, 1917. Which I'm not happy about, are you? Editing. Well, no, and we'll come to that when we talk about... Okay. But editing is one of the least <laughs> uh, interesting things about 1917. Uh, best costume design went to Dolomite Is My Name, hair and makeup for Bombshell. Visual effects went to Avengers Endgame. But they were very good. They, they were, were quite very, very good. Animated film was Toy Story 4. Oh, interesting. I was saying that, you know, the visual effects were... The, sorry, the animation, in, it was very good because there was that scene with the cat... That sort of was trending on Twitter for ages because it just looked really realistic. Which one are we talking about uh, now? Toy Story 4. Oh, yes, Toy Story 4. Uh, best song was a tie. Oh, they did another tie. Again? Uh, Glasgow from Wild Rose and I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man. Interesting. Two English ones. Because, so that's good. Well, especially about the Rocket Man, because we spoke about it last week and we completely forgot that it existed. I, th- I don't know the song. It's the I one that's in the credits. It's the one that Taron and Elton sing together right, at the end that they okay, made for the film. Okay. Because it's the only song they can put in for an award. Because it's new. Because it has to be new. a new song, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the best musical score went to Hilda Gooden de Tour for Joker, which is well-deserved, and I think she yeah. will win it, because okay. it is a, a really good score. Have you watched it yet? No, of course you haven't. No, I haven't, no. <laughs> no, of course you haven't. You know I'm not going to see the Joker. Well, I don't know why you're not going to see the Joker. Just because if Toby said it's going to play on his mind, then I've got no chance. Oh, but Toby's mind is strange, <laughs> weird place. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about that. Maybe when it comes out on DVD. I'll watch or it. Or Blu-ray. Or blue. I don't have a Blu-ray player. We have this. We've had this before. <sighs> Welcome to the twenty-first century. Thank you. Everybody. So that is the Baftas. VHS, anybody? And the. You haven't still got one, have mm. you? Have you? Yeah. Not a working one. No. No, of course not. No. Well, you've got one, but it's no, we haven't at all. You haven't got no, one no. at all. You sure? No, I'm sure. Uh, so that's the Baftas, which are pretty terrible. I've got, yeah. to, I've got to admit, They're the, not great, the BAFTA are nominations they? are pretty poor, and I wasn't very happy with any of them. And when are the BAFTAs announced? Announced? Oh, uh, like, oh I'm not sure. Uh, it's in February. Second. I think it's 2nd second of February. February. So in, a, in about three weeks' yeah. time, so we can watch those. That'll be on a Sunday night, hosted this year by Graham Norton. I like Graham. I like Graham. Yes, I like Graham, as long as he's got someone to um, do his script for him. Uh, but yeah, they're not, they're not the best set of nominations you've ever seen I'm just happy that Parasite has done so well in the BAFTAs it's very much it's all the same films isn't it like more than ever I would say it's just just the same it is strange that once a film say for example 1917 gets nominated for best film then it'll be in best sound best editing best makeup there are some really bad films that have good musical scores or have a good performance but you never they never get nominated which is strange it's like uh, any Avenger film, you know, the visual effects in it, you know, especially in the later films, are very, very good. Yeah, they've always been nominated. Yeah, though. but they've never won anything. I think they've won I Oscars for special effects, I think. Have a look. I think they have. But yeah, so you never find, you know, there may be someone who gives a brilliant performance yeah. in a terrible film, but it won't get nominated. No. It seems you have to be a contender to be best film. Yeah. To be nominated, to be considered for anything else, which seems a bit strange, because lots of bad films have good musical scores. They do, but they don't get a look in. Or very good costumes. 
Or very good costumes, yeah. indeed. Although, having said that, Eddie Murphy's Norbit won an Oscar right. for makeup okay. and <laughs> special effects. So, you know. Every cloud. Gives with one hand, yeah, takes, takes away with the other. Mm, yes. uh, so that is the BAFTAs and the uh, Critics' Choice Awards. Um, and in a few minutes, we will take a look at the Oscar nominations. This is Wickham Sound. We do have some... Uh... Mason will speak at some point. <laughs> I'm going to say Thank something he disagrees with when we're talking about the Oscars. And he'll go, yeah, I don't I mean, think so! We do have some breaking news, though, about What's Toby. What's that? He will not be joining us this week. Uh, no, he will not be joining us. Uh, traffic was really bad, apparently. I don't <laughs> there was a show that gave you traffic, traffic news travel, that he yeah. could have um, listened to. But we're going to try and get him on the phone. Yes. Because he has listened... No, he hasn't. He's watched. He has watched 1917. And, you know, the fact that he's watched a film... Oh, is, we celebrating is, it? ...is an event in itself. <laughs> uh, and he seems... Um, quite enthusiastic it about does. it, so it'll be good yeah. to get his opinion. If not, we'll do it next week, but you know. Que sera, sera, oh, as Doris Day used to say. <coughs> Very good. Lots of, lots of um, cultural references. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Doris Day about... doesn't get enough mention on the radio. <laughs> not really, no. no. Uh, shall we talk about the Oscars? Which we will, will talk about the Oscars. On a s- February the 9th. Are they? They are on February 9th. Well, they're close by then, aren't they? They are quite close. Close A week in it, I think. Mm, Okay. Uh, We'll start with Best Picture. There's nine uh, nominations for Best Picture, and they are Ford versus Ferrari, or Le Mans 66, as it was here, uh, which I think is the surprise um, entry into this. I'm surprised that that's Mm. in there. Uh, Although it was on my top ten of the year, so I agree with that. Uh, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. So Uh, so you've got nine good ones. There's only one I haven't seen, which is The Irishman, but Mason's seen it. It's very good. If if you've got... um, Three hours or so to kill, I recommend that you watch I wish it. people would stop saying, if you've got three hours... <laughs> Avengers, Avengers is three nearly three hours. hours. Yeah, it's, it's not a long time. Right. Right. Drive time's again. on for three hours. If you like mob films, then I'd definitely recommend The Irishman. Go. So there we go. I think I will like it. I yeah. just haven't had a chance. To, I just Why? Why is that? three hours <laughs> to <laughs> spare. Is that because it's three hours long, Duncan? No, do you know... The funny thing is, if I was going to the cinema to see it, I'd know what time it's at, and I'd just, I'd just go, go, and I wouldn't mind. Three hours, that's fine. But I think three hours is a long time to sit in front of your TV. Well, no, it's the it. thought of putting it on for three hours. Yeah. Going to the cinema to watch a three-hour film is fine. But then you're not distracted by anything, you're just watching it, we're at home, you know. Yeah, and I don't want to start picking up my phone or no, exactly. stuff like that, so no. So there are the nominations for Best Picture. Best Director, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Notable by their absence there is, uh, I've forgotten her name, the director of The Farewell, uh, Greta Gerwig, a director of Little Women, Who do you think and the director of Hustlers. Yeah, has Hustlers, Hustlers got nothing. nothing. It's and, got no. When it first came out, everyone was like, oh, well, that's the Yeah, and there's another film which is out this week in cinemas on limited release, and it will be released on Netflix on January the 31st, uh, which is the Safdie Brothers' new film, Uncut Gems, starring Adam Sandler. And everyone's been saying it would sweep the board at the awards, and he was definitely going to get an Oscar nomination, yeah, and he it. hasn't, so no. Uh, best Actor, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. I think Jonathan Price is the surprise yeah. in that group. I mean, he's nominated in the BAFTAs, but you kind of think, well, he's, he's an pre- old British yeah. actor. Uh, but for him to get an um, Oscar nomination is, is quite a big thing. But I don't think anyone's going to beat Joaquin Phoenix. No, I, I think the performance that he gave and I think not only the performance but 
the actual story and what it was dealing with, I think, as well. Again, a film you've not seen, but no, you're an expert but, on. But I've, you know, I've heard Eugene Toby talking about you it. Have. So. Yes. Glad you paid attention. You're welcome. Uh, best, like a quiz. Is best actress: Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renée Zellweger for Judy. Uh, Renée Zellweger, I think, is the one to beat. Do you think so? I think she's been winning all the awards at the moment, but it would be nice. I mean, Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story is very, very good. Another film you could watch. It's on Netflix. She's also in uh, Jojo Rabbit's as she's well. She's in Jojo Rabbit as well. And I think she gets a nomination as Best Supporting Actress. So she's another actress that's got two, two nominations. Yeah. yeah, But for different films. For different films. Yes, for different films. Um, supporting Actress then. So, yes, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh for Little Women, Margot Robbie for Bombshell, Laura Dern for Marriage Story, and Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Who do you think will get it? I don't know, that's a tough one, but uh, if they're going for, um, well, she's been around for a while and she deserves <laughs> another one, then it will be Kathy Bates. Right, OK. If they want to give it to the new up-and-comer, then it will be Florence Pugh, which would be nice, because she's a Brit. Yeah. So that would be do good. Do you think, we, we've done quite well in the awards the last couple of years. Yeah, we have. So, fingers crossed for Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Uh, supporting actor, the same five that are nominated for BAFTAs, Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci and Brad Pitt. I read that it's the, Tom Hanks's first... Nomination for ages. 18 years. 18 years. I assumed yeah. he'd been nominated for something. Well, Toy Story, I mean, there's been a, one Toy Story since then. If, if, I don't think he can be nominated for anything for an animated film, because he didn't animate it. So there's not a voice one? No. No, that'd be why then. Stop yeah. doing animated films, Tom. Well, I thought he'd been nominated for Captain Phillips. Oh, that's true. But apparently he hadn't. So you missed out on that it's as well. You know what, I came out early in the year, that's why everyone there forgot about it. Yeah. Uh, original screenplay, Ryan Johnson for Knives Out, Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story, Sam Mendes for 1917, Tarantino for Once Upon a Time, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. I think this year it's going to be between Joker, Parasite, and 1917. Well, funny enough, oh, well, that's an original screenplay, so Joker's not in there. Uh, I would like... Knives Out or Parasite to win that. Oh. That would be good. But for an adapted screenplay, Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit, Stephen Zalian for The Irishman, Anthony McCartan for The Two Popes, Greta Gerwig for Little Women, and Todd Phillips for Joker. Now, I'd like Taika Waititi to win it for Jojo Rabbit, because it is so good, but then I'd like Greta Gerwig to win it for Little Women, because I don't think her film's going to win anything. No, that's true. And so you know, everyone's be nice. been loving it as well. Yes, exactly. It is a brilliant film. I oh! Spoilers, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Got spoiler. reviews, reviews coming up. Wait for it. Uh, animated feature, interesting. How to Train Your Dragon, I Lost My Body, Cla Claws, Missing Link and Toy Story 4. No Frozen 2. That is interesting. No but Frozen also, 2. How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, when did that the, come the out? The Hidden World. That came out about a year ago, wow. so that was an early one. <clears throat> and if you haven't seen any of those, I Lost My Body is actually a Netflix original, and so is Claws. So they're both available now on Netflix. Uh, international film, Corpus Christi, Honeyland, Les Mis, uh, Pain Les Mis? and Glory, and Parasite. Les Mis? So inter yeah, Les Miserables. Was it, and has someone else done a film of it, then? There are lots of films oh. of it. It's not a musical. I, oh, OK. Because Les Miserables isn't a musical. I, well, I know originally. that, yes, but I just haven't seen anything about it. It's foreign. I know, but still, you still hear about foreign films, though. Have you heard about Honeyland? No. Pain and Glory? Yes, because it, it was in the top something. Corpus Christi? No. There we go, then. OK, fair enough. <laughs> That's why. Um, it'd be interesting, because uh, Parasite is up for Best Film and Best International Film. It could win both. Didn't... What was the silent film that we hated? The Artist. Uh, that we hated from... Oh, sorry. Roma. 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 Wasn't a silent film? No. 
Was it not? Yeah, no, it was. no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was no, dialogue. It wasn't People silent. talked to yeah, it. Yeah, that's oh. true. It was a black and white film. That's why. Yeah. It wasn't silent. I wish it was silent. Definitely. Um, but that, you know, that won best... Uh, no, I don't think it did win. It won something. I think it won best director. Dire- I think it won international as well. Oh, I think. We need to get our crack we, we production do, team indeed. on that to check. Um, best documentary, Anim- American Factory, The Cave, Edge of Democracy, Fasama and Honeyland. Now, I've not, the only one of those I've seen is Fasama. If you haven't seen it, I recommend everyone should watch that. I think it's on uh, all four at the moment because uh, okay. it was uh, made for Channel 4 and it's a documentary about a woman uh, and her baby in Syria and it's it's a tough watch but it's very very good you're looking as though I've, you've seen it I've, what's it called again? Forsama <coughs> I will do some research on that okay good for you I think who did it say who directs it? No. No, okay. It's, it's, a, it's a Syrian lady who directed it. Okay, okay. It's not the one I was thinking of. Good, okay. Uh, and then you've got all the technical awards, which, again, follow the same kind of lines as all the other ones. Uh, original score, however, Rise of Skywalker is in there. Good. I really... You know what? Out of all of them, I hope Don gets yeah. that, because I think he deserves it. And original song, uh, interestingly, I can't let you throw yourself away from Toy Story. Mm. I'm going to love me again from Rocket Man. Okay. I'm standing with you from Breakthrough. Into the Unknown. Into the been waiting so long to for play a frozen to and stand up for harriet yeah, yeah. interestingly the um song from cats not there the one they recorded especially oh, yes. so that it would be an oscar nomination cats isn't in here anywhere no no not here anywhere well i think is that's going to be between rocket man and um probably toy story uh yes yeah i would say so which is shame because I, I you know into the unknown yeah. Um, so. And also, interestingly... Yes. I'm trying to... I've just been put off. Someone just texted me. No. Yes. Yes, it's Toby. Um, Rocket Man. Not, Not there at all. No. Apart from the song. So everyone was saying... I mean, last year, Bohemian Rhapsody was nominated for virtually every award. It yeah. even got an editing It did, award, and the editing was And awful. the editing was terrible. And everyone thought Rocket Man was going to mirror that, because Rocket Man is demonstrably a much better film than Bohemian Rhapsody. I agree. And I think everyone... Because Taron Egerton won the Golden Globe for his performance as Alan John. And he's not even nominated for that. And I think Taron <clears throat> did a much better job than Rami. Uh, it's, yeah, the whole film is much better. way better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. So, there we go. Any questions? Uh, I, I take questions from the floor. <laughs> Many questions. Yes? Um, who do you think is going to come out with the most... Let's start with BAFTAs. Probably going to be the same. No, it'll be it? 1917. Do you think? 1917 will win the most BAFTAs, I think. Oscars? Oscars, I think Joker will probably win the most Oscars. Would you be Unless they're that? spread out. Okay. So last year, no one won a huge amount no. of either. And it was also, the, I think the one that won the most only won three or something. I don't think anyone's going to clear up and win six or seven. I don't think. I think Joker possibly might win the acting award and nothing else. I would probably agree with you there. It might, because it's a comic book film and the Academy of... They don't like comic book films. They just don't like no, comic book films. They no, they don't get it. So, uh, I mean, yeah, so Avengers Endgame isn't in, in there for musical score, and I think it had a great musical score as well. That's, so yeah. So, you know, why, why, is why isn't it, it in there for that? Because it's a comic book because film. Because it's a comic, comic book, book film, film. yeah. yeah. Um, it's the same with horror. They don't re- reward horror films. Who, who are these people that decide... On who well, gets, it's the member is, of the Academy. So once you've won an Academy Award, you are then a member of the Academy. Oh, right, okay. Uh, and I think, for example, for production design, the members of the Academy who are in the production design arm will whittle down the nominations. Right. But then everybody can vote once the nominations are out. 
It makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. At least you kind of know... Well, it kind of makes sense, except... Right. Just because you're in the film business and you're the makeup boy on yeah. a film, that means you're probably a member of the Academy, doesn't mean you know about sound mixing. No, so, or, oh, so they, they get to vote on everything, yes. not just their... See, they should just vote on their... Yeah, exactly. Their and I think, I think that's how it works, anyway. I'm not sure. Not sure. I'm not sure. not sure. We've had some uh, listener... Oh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yes. yes. Feedback? No, well, kind of. So their, their opinion on it. Uh, Robbers put, uh, and calm down, uh, Rocket Man is nowhere near as good as Bohemium. 1917 will clean up. Uh, no and no. <laughs> right, there we go. I mean, I think we have to agree. Rocket Man is... It's much in better. In every way better. way, better. Yeah. There's nothing... Yeah, I mean, t- f- for Bohemian Rhapsody to have won Best Editing, I'm sure it did win Best Editing did. at the Oxford. I can remember going on about it. it was one of the worst edited films of the year. I remember saying that when we reviewed it. I was saying the editing is all over the place. Yeah. And, and there was, it, there and was the a lot wa- of... Um, Mis- like things not being in the same shot. Yeah, and the, the yeah, and the way they messed with the story to fit their narrative, and the yeah. way they they hid his homosexuality and made it. I, everything about Bohemian Rhapsody was was grated on me terribly. And I'm not saying that because I prefer I, I prefer Queen's music to Elton John's music. I would agree. I'm just basing it on a film. A film. Yeah. I think yeah. No, I. I think if you go and would you rather watch Rocket Man or, Be- or Bohemian Rhapsody? I think I would rather watch Rocket Man. Yes, every time. And it's also the, the it's it's shot nicer. It's it's just all a bit more hooray, more cinematic yeah. as well. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody is a bit flat. It's all a bit grey as well. It's yeah. all sort of yeah. Sorry, Rob. Sorry, Rob. you're wrong. You're wrong. Obviously, if you're here, we'd tell you your um, opinion is valid, and we'll take it into consideration. But as you're not here. No. He just put too many feathers. Sorry? He just put too many feathers. What, because Elton John wore feathers when he... Well, that's, that's what he's like. <laughs> that's what we do, Rob. That's what us gays do. You should see me on a Saturday night watching Strictly in my feathers. <laughs> you can see him now. I'm in my thong. It's, it's, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, OK, so that's the Oscars. So, we'll, do you know, remember last year when we said uh, we might um, do a live show yeah. through the night? Yes. As they're done. Do you want to do that for the Oscars? We could do that, yeah. couldn't we? What night are they on? Is it a the Sunday ninth. night? So it was probably is that a Sunday, Sunday night? Or is that early Monday morning? Yeah, it's a Sunday night. So it's a Sunday night into Monday morning. Into Monday. Mm. But it'll probably be more Monday morning for us. No, because they don't do them at night. They're, oh. they're in the afternoon in LA, so it's probably, I think they do it around four or five o'clock. Because um, you know it's everybody arrives in daylight. Oh, that's true, and then they go out to Elton John's party. Yeah, yeah, which isn't as good as Freddie Mercury's party, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, maybe we should then. All right, we'll, we'll discuss. We'll, we'll have a production we'll meeting. Have a production meeting. Yeah, we'll, we'll think about it. We'll talk. We can have guests coming in. We could. We can drink. Is, hang on, hang on a minute. What? Is this because you weren't part of the election coverage and you want? I want to do something. Yes, or, I want yeah. to do something. I'm yeah. still not on the uh, Roots Collective. No, no, despite that's Despite weeks of campaigning, <laughs> you cannot, have. cannot get on there. No. <sighs> Anyway. Sorry. Uh, we're going to try and get in contact with Toby because uh, he wants to talk about 1917 because I, fi- I, I think he's going to rave about it. Who knows what I'm going to think about it. And we're also going to review Little Women, Greta Gerwig's um, sadly Oscar-snubbed-in-most-departments film. Well, they got two acting awards. They did. Acting nominations, did. so that's good. But it's just a shame. In fact, the woman who read out the nominee... Do you want start again? The woman who read out the nominations when she did the uh, directors uh, pointedly said at the end, congratulations to all those men. 
Right. So, there we go. Uh, So, we'll be back in a couple of minutes with reviews of Little Women and 1917. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Welcome back to Monday Movies. It is uh, 7.37. It's Monday the 13th of January 2020. Well done. Uh, Duncan Strip here with you for the next half an hour or so. Colin will be in soon to tell us what's coming up on Chatsworth after the news at 8. Luke's still here. Mason is still here. And by the magic of telephony, Toby joins us on the phone. I do. Hello. Hi, Toby. He even sounds good on the Hello. phone. It's, it's sick, annoying, isn't it? It's so annoying. No, oh. it's honestly, the traffic, um, I think it's 841 near Watford. They're doing road work. Oh. Honestly, I've literally just got T- home. Toby, 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 we're on the radio. <laughs> just, just to let you know, we, we can save this for off air. The listeners don't need to know the details of your journey home. <laughs> oh, what? Well, I thought, I thought they wanted to know. Oh, no. He, he wanted to give his excuse, that's what it was. Yeah, OK. Yeah, he's making, okay. too, uh, making a meal of it. Toby, what do you think about the uh, Oscar nominations? Yeah, I think, well, I mean, they're very limited, aren't they? They're, I mean, there's a lot of them, but they're very limited to a certain amount of films. I think, you know, there should be, there could be more films that are nominated. More diversity. More diversity. Yes, that's right. quite right, yes. Well, we can discuss yeah. it more if you bother to come in next week. But now, let's... I will, I'll, I'll be there next week. <laughs> OK, good. Uh, we're, talking, uh, we're talking new films now, and uh, 1917 mm. is the big f- film out this week, directed by Sam Mendes. Sir. Uh, Sir Sam Mendes. It's the story of two young British soldiers during the First World War who are given an impossible mission. They have to deliver a message deep in enemy territory that will stop 1,600 men and one of the soldiers' brothers from walking straight into a deadly trap. Here's a clip uh, with Colin Firth as the uh, commanding officer telling the men what they need to do. Colonel Mackenzie is in command of the second. He sent word yesterday morning he was going after the retreating Germans. He is convinced he has them on the run. But if he can break their lines now, he will turn the tide. He is wrong. Colonel Mackenzie has not seen these aerials of the enemy's new line. Come around here, gentlemen. Three miles deep, field fortifications, defences, artillery, the like of which we've never seen before. The second are due to attack the line shortly after dawn tomorrow. They have no idea what they're in for. And we can't warn them. As a parting gift, the enemy cut all our telephone lines. Your orders are to get to the second at Kwasi Wood, one mile southeast of the town of Lacust. Deliver this to Colonel Mackenzie. It is a direct order to call off tomorrow morning's attack. If you don't, it will be a massacre. We will lose two battalions. 1,600 men, your brother among them. You think you can get there in time? Yes, sir. Uh, That's Colin Firth and uh, right at the end there, uh, Dean Charles Chapman in 1917. Uh, Now, the film is shot to look like one continuous two-hour take. And here's Sam Mendes talking about why he wanted to do it like that. It was always part of the very fabric of the film that it would be one shot because I wanted to feel like we were so locked with the characters that we couldn't escape. And uh, we wanted to feel like every second passing, you know, time was the same for the audience. There was no no way out of this. Um, And you were going to have to take the journey with them whether you wanted to or not. And his lead actor, George Mackay, on how difficult it was working like that. I was really inspired by the idea because it's fascinating working in different ways. And so when Sam 
told us it was, it was I think it was well for me it was my second audition and it was just so exciting because he said it you know it's going to be like a filmed play and we're going to have to basically all the scenes like the set needs to be the size of the scene and the scene needs to be the size of the set so we'll be rehearsing he said you'll be rehearsing for four five six months beforehand I've never done anything like that before so it's just exciting George Mackay there talking about working on 1917 uh Toby yes tell us what you thought of 1917 well, uh, the thing is, I, I tried not to uh, like read much about the film, and I tried. To, I don't think I saw the trailer actually. I just I heard a lot about it. I wanted to go in, um, you know, pretty much with knowing nothing. And I came out of it, and honestly, it's one of the best films I've ever seen in my life. Honestly, it is. The cinematography is amazing. Um, the acting is amazing. The the, it's such a powerful full film. I actually felt really emotional in some parts of it. Um, and I couldn't, you know, when it finished, I thought, oh, that, that's the end. I thought, you know, I, when I watch some films, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, oh, it must be, you know, near the end now. But I was so enticed by it, I couldn't believe it finished. So you liked it then? Yeah, 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 only a little bit. I think, I he, I think I, he loved it. I know. Can I just say that the fact that you hadn't watched the trailer um, was, really, was really good for you because you know the mm. scene at the end when he's running through the battlefield to yeah, get to, get yeah, to the yeah, other yeah. end of the trench. That is yeah. the final sort of 15 seconds of the trailer, him mm. running through yeah. that field. And I oh, think okay. that kind of spoils it because the film leads mm. up to that and you kind mm. of know it's coming, so I think that's a shame. So the fact that you didn't know that was in there... Yeah, well, well, I think I saw. I think I saw it started to play on Twitter, but I scrolled past it. So I, you know, I saw the image of him running, but I didn't actually watch the clip. Luckily, but um, no, I just thought the cinematography was amazing, and I actually read up and watched um, videos on it afterwards when I when I came out. And yeah, they said they did six months of rehearsals, and it took sixty nine days to film. And yeah, it was just honestly such an incredible film and very, very moving and, and, and very powerful. And I highly recommend it. My, I went with my dad and he said it was one of the best films he's ever seen in his life yeah. as well. Out of ten, so, Toby? Honest, I mean, nine and a half. Wow. Wow. Um, maybe even a ten. I don't know. What, what, did you, what did you think, Duncan? Well, unfortunately, Toby... Oh, no! I have to agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, think, I think it is. I think it is, so you didn't like it. No, I kind of wish I could see your face when he did that. I thought it was. <laughs> I, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I agree with everything that you said. Um, I've, I'm going to go and watch it again because I did spend too much of the film looking at the background and because as the camera moves backwards and mm. they're walking towards it through miles of trenches and mm. things keep getting revealed to the side and you realise yeah. that these whole sets were there and people are doing stuff there and it gets bigger yeah. and bigger and I, I think I spent too much time going how the hell did they do that and thinking that, yeah, if, if, one that of the, is... if one of these actors fluffed their lines after 10 minutes that's the whole thing mucked up and they've just got to start from scratch again Well, so. you, you say that yeah. but the, the scene at the end I'm guessing it's the scene at the end when they're running um, he's outside the trench at this yes. point they only could do four takes of it mm. um, and the way they filmed it so while he was in the trench they had it on a crane uh, and then he, he got up onto the side of the trench <coughs> and they from the crane two people in costume picked up the camera and then run with it all the way to the car crane mm. and hooked it on there ran in front of the car and then was that part of the scene mm. it's ridiculous yeah. it's fascinating it, it is yeah it is, it's amazing it really is um, it really is really is um, I, I do wish people would stop calling it a one-shot film. Even the BBC website says Sam Mendes' one-shot film, because I mean, it's patently not 
one shot. Yeah, and I think it's like nine minutes. Nine minutes takes. Yeah, nine, and in, I like think that. I think in the first half the 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 cuts are so subtle you barely notice mm. it. But then I was going to say. Yeah, but then there's the halfway point where something happens and a character blacks out. The screen goes mm. completely black for about ten seconds, and when it comes back on, it's gone from day to night. So mm. it's actually a giant time jump yeah. in the middle of the film. And I mm. and I thought for the second half of the film, they weren't quite so fussy about the cuts. The cuts were a lot mm. more obvious, I thought, in the second half. Mm. And I didn't like the second half as much as the first half. I still thought it was great, but I was... Um, the bit with the French woman and the baby I thought was a little bit cliched and melodramatic and I could have done without that. Right, um, OK. But, but it, it was, was still fantastic. And I, yeah. I, I also thought when I came out of it, apart from the, the opening scene and the end scene, so the scene where he's given his orders and mm -hmm. the scene where he delivers the, the orders... Yeah. Oh, yeah, OK. <laughs> well, you don't know how many of them get there. Well, no, that's true. Uh, I thought it could, have, it could easily have been a silent movie. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't yeah, actually okay. need they didn't need dialogue for the rest of the film really. No, that's right. No, but it, no, it was fantastic. Yeah, but but please, people, stop saying it's a one shot movie. It's not. It's made to it's look made like. to look like a one shot movie, and it's it does that incredibly I, well. I, I was going to say yeah, the editing is is so fluid the way they put put all these different you know nine six minute shots together. It's um. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, all those months of rehearsal and stuff, you know, all paid off. Yeah, I mean, really I would, did. I would hate it to be on the set and be the one person who fluffed his line, or exactly. And I think Andrew Scott, uh, he here Fleabag mm. and um, and Sherlock, so he has a scene where he, and it, he ends his scene after doing a long speech, walking through a tent trench, and he has to light a cigarette, and apparently he kept failing <laughs> to light the cigarette. Well, in the <laughs> in the end scene when he's running in the trench, running along the top of the trenches. Um, as I said, they could only do it four times. In the, on the third take, I think it was, um, he, the, um, George McKay um, runs into an, one of the extras. And that's in the film. And that, they he, kept and it in the film over. because they yeah. were like, we yeah. can't not stop because... But then that looks more realistic because, yeah. you, know, you know... Yeah, it would have probably happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I do need to see it again because so I can stop looking at the technical marvel of it and actually see it for a film. But I agree mm. with you, Toby. I would say nine, nine and a half out wow. of ten. Wow. Yeah, it, yeah, it's honestly, yeah, an amazing, amazing film. It is. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure Rob would probably give it like a four, probably. Oh, Rob will say that I don't know what. I'm trying to think of some other war film that he will prefer. <laughs> Dunkirk. To it. Mm, I'm trying to think. Did you see Dunkirk, Toby? I did. I did, but I haven't. I mean, I saw. I saw it when it came out. Um, I mean, obviously, I've just seen this. I, I, I'd say I prefer this. I um, would say I would say I prefer this as well, but I'd need to watch them do both you think again. I think. You, yeah prefer it more because it's made to look like one shot it feels more intimate it does feel intimate and it's one character as well they're just following two those two characters yeah. whereas in Dunkirk it's it about does, four stories yeah it does feel intimate so you never leave their side so the, basically mm. the camera is on George Mackay for the whole mm. two hours it never leaves him and mm. that makes it more intimate and you're stuck with him so there's a scene a quarter of the way through where if they've reached a certain point they have to fire a flare Mm. And they get to the certain point, they fire the flare. Now, that's the point in the film where normally... And that's to let the, uh, the commanding officer know that they've reached where they needed oh, to get yeah. to mm. that point. And that's it. where in most films they would cut back yeah. to the commanding exactly. officer oh, looking at the flare. flare. Yeah. But this way, you do, so you're the same as them. You don't know whether his commanding officer has seen the flare. You don't know mm. whether the commanding officer is still there or they've all been killed back there. So you're, you're stuck with them. And I think that's why the one shot 
thing works so well. But so, so Sam likes a, a one shot because he did it in um, he did Spectre. Spectre. The opening yeah. of Spectre was a, was <clears> a fabulous, a, as well, a, the a long that. shot as I well. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, good, Toby. We can discuss it more next week. We we can we can indeed. Good. Well, thank you for joining Thanks, us, Toby. Toby. You can, okay. you can go back to whichever wing of the house you came from. <laughs> and we, oh. will, we will see you next... Oh, say hi to, hi to Dave and Michelle. All right, I will, I will do. I see will you do. next week. All right, see you next week. Good. Bye. Thanks. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's uh, Toby Stubbs joining us live from Gerard's mansion in Gerard's the Cross. Stubbs mansion. We are very, very oh. fortunate. Uh, there is one other film out this week. Let's oh. not forget, it's not just 1917, but it is another period piece. It is the new big screen version of Little Women, uh, Louisa May Alcott's famous novel. Ever read it? No, Anybody? Don't be silly. No. Any, anybody I... seen a version of Little Women no. on the big screen, small screen? No, there's been... A lot. Oh. I mean, we go back to the 50s with um, Elizabeth Taylor was in a version. So there's I've, been... L- I've seen Loose Women, but that was... <laughs> that's a complete, killer, completely different. No, I've seen plenty of Loose Women, but uh, that's, <laughs> that is something completely different. Uh, no, so this is the uh, story of Joe uh, jo March as she reflects back and forth on her life, telling the beloved story of the March sisters, four young women each determined to live life on their own terms. So it's a very famous novel. It was a couple of very famous films. I've never read it. <gasps> it's not really aimed at us, well, is it, no, to no, be no. honest? Um, it's got a fantastic cast. So the four March sisters are played by Saoirse Ronan, Emma Watson, Florence Pugh and Eliza Scanlon. Interestingly, for a very American novel... Are you taking the mickey out of the way I use my hands? <laughs> you just, you just, that was very... Well, I'm of... just... I find... I need to express myself. Yeah, I know. Interestingly, for what is a quintessentially American novel, none of the four sisters are played by American actresses. Interesting. Uh, You've got Saoirse Ronan, who's Irish, Emma Watson and Florence Pugh are English, and Eliza Scanlon is Australian. But do they put an American accent on? Of course they do, yes. I'm just checking. Um, Apparently, Florence Pugh's character, Amy March, is the one that everybody hates in the book because (sighs) of things that she does. And what Greta Gerwig has done in her adaptation is make her slightly more likeable and make the things that she does wrong slightly more believable. She was on Graham Norton. Florence Pugh was, yes. um, Talking about that exact thing. I'm going to just say Florence Pugh, she's been nominated for this, but she no love, again, horror, Midsummer, which was out earlier this year that she was in, should have got some love at the Oscars and the BAFTAs. But anyway, moving on. No, we're done. We're just drop with it. That, drop yeah. it. Um, yeah, and it's got a star-studded cast. Laura Dern plays the girl's mother. Timothy Chalamet is uh, the love interest who lives next door. Bob Odenkirk is the father. Uh, and Meryl Streep plays miserable Aunt March. She always gets a miserable or witch role, doesn't she? She's very good. But this is in... The way the world is today, mm. this is the film that we need. Right. It's a big, warm hug of the film. So I went in it not expecting to love it because it's not aimed at me. Right, it's, okay. it's aimed at women of a certain age or girls because yeah. it's a very aspirational story for young girls. Um, but I absolutely loved it. I thought it's another 9 out of 10. Wow. It, the acting is fantastic. The screen... the, the um, script is really really good uh, what she does which slightly confused me at the start because the book is told in a linear fashion this one she she's written it so that it flashes back so joe march is reflecting on her life so it flashes back now because she's only flashing back a couple of years none of them look that different and for the first 20 minutes i was getting confused as to which time period i was supposed to be in now i don't know if that's me being slightly thick 
or if it's a problem with the film, I don't know. I've not heard anyone else mention that. Maddie um, said she'd been to see it and she did. She like thoroughly it? enjoyed it. Good. Uh, Rob will probably prefer big women <laughs> rather than little women. Probably. It's a better version. Yeah. You know, there's more to it. Yeah, uh, but no. you know, uh, but no, it's absolutely brilliant. The fact that she's not been nominated for an Oscar for directing is or any is of them criminal. To be well, Florence Pugh's been nominated uh, and Saoirse Ronan. They've both got acting nominations, but none of the supporting ones. I mean, like none of the supporting actresses. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Florence Pugh is oh, up for supporting right, actress. Yeah. Saoirse Ronan is up for best actress, but in the Oscars. In Oscars, yeah. Not in, in the, Baf- the Baftas. You would think thing. that's more of a. Baftas I think Saoirse Ronan's got the Bafta nomination, oh, okay. but uh, Florence Pugh hasn't. But uh, honestly, go and see it. I recommend it highly. Even if you think you're looking at, uh, you know, it's a pretty uninspired poster because there's not. It's not an action film. There's no action scenes to put on a poster. It is the story of four young women trying to make their way in the world. Maddie was saying that it, she felt that if you hadn't heard it, heard of it before reading, like, the plot of it, mm. before you go into it. And maybe that's why you find it no, confusing? No, I, I think if you read the plot, you'd be put off. Oh, really? Yes, because it's about uh, one sister who's desperate to be a writer, another one who's desperate to be an actress, another one who wants to be a painter. I think if you read the plot as a man of a certain age, yes. you're going to think, blimey, this sounds dull and boring. Right, And okay. it is far from that. It's fantastic. I cried. Oh. I laughed out loud and, and I cried. cried. Yes. A, a roller coaster of emotions. Yes. We've got a nine and a half out of ten and a nine, nine out of ten, ten this week. Good week. Here's a here's a tricky question. Yeah. If you if someone said to you, What shall I go and watch? Mm. What one would you say? Suggest? Depends who's asking. If they like both kind of films. Go what? and see them both then. Okay, fair enough. It's, a lot of people don't like war films. No. Uh, my other half doesn't want I want to go and see it again and I'm gonna take him. If you're listening, Clint, I'm going to take it. He said, I don't Hang like- on, hang on. That noise you can hear. Another radio. He's just throwing a radio. Ball, yeah. But he said he doesn't like war films. And I said, well, this is. It's not a war film in the traditional no. sense because there's no battles. But I don't really like war films either. But I watched the trailer and was like, this looks really good. Yes, it is. Really good. So basically, 1917 is a war film for people who don't like war films. Yes. And Little Women is a literary adaptation for people who don't like literary adaptations. So there you go. Well done, directors. Well done, everybody involved in both, both films. Yes. Well done. Uh, so that's it for this week. Oh, is there a podcast? There is a podcast which will be available sometime um, this week. Last week's is available now. It is very that's good. good. Yeah, and there's extras. There is. There'll be extras this week as well. There's another late review. Oh, excellent. Mm. So yeah. So if you if you listen to this and think, by golly, that sounds good. I'd like more of it. There's more there's on the podcast. A, there's a whole series worth. Yeah, there's a whole series. We're, we're on season two. Oh, series two. We're on the. We're in English. Okay, we're on series. Two. We're on the difficult series two. And that's three, isn't it? Oh, is it? Th- uh, awkward oh, third album. Al- awkward awkward third second album. album. No, third. Second. Oh, okay. Rob will tell us. Yeah, he'll know. Um, it's probably the fourth. Yes, yeah, so the podcast will be available from your usual podcast supplier very soon. And if you haven't listened to them before, there's a whole catalogue of them you for you to do download. So. Do so. And please review us. Yes. We'd like to Send hear nice feedback. things. Well, not the feedback we got from the Community no, Radio Awards. You should listen back to that because that's quite funny. Yeah, which was uh, they've got big personalities. Unfortunately, I don't like their personalities. <laughs> Thanks very much. Right. I'd rather you just kept quiet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next week uh, doesn't seem. What are we doing? It, I don't think it's going to be as good next week. No. Bad Boys 3 uh, is the Toby big film. Toby was excited about that. Toby seems excited about it, but that's the uh, big film of the week. And, yeah. We can just talk more about 1917. I might have seen it. You might go and see I it, might, and we can discuss it, it yeah. then. Yes, excellent. So that will be uh, next week. Just Bad one film Boys. Like next week. I think there might be another smaller film, okay. but we, I can't say yet because we don't know if it's coming to Wickham. Fair enough. Uh, but in three weeks' time, bear in mind, Parasite is out. Yes. I, I know I'm banging on about I'm it. I'm sure you'll be waving a flag from the roof. Going, I know. I don't want to film. 
I know I'm banging on about it, but everybody needs to see Parasite. It is one of the best films of the last ten years, right. and the, easily the best film I saw last year by a mile. Well, there we go. Okay, I don't care who says otherwise. <laughs> I'm right. I want you and Rob to have a fight. Okay, let's yeah. do that. Just well, what, like a mud fight. Or, yes. okay. Oh, that's what I would like to watch. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> really? Yeah, it'd be so. Herbert. It'd be so funny. <laughs> it'd be hilarious. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's it for this week. Back at the same time next wow. week. What a good show. Not bad. I think it's better without Toby. Well, well he was on the phone. Still sounded. He sounds though. great. That's doesn't so it? annoying that his voice sounds oh, good even on the phone. Toby. Well, it's probably because as as we we heard from the. Um, pre-show bit of the podcast yeah. me on the radio on the phone doesn't, doesn't sound, sound good doesn't sound good at all um, but that sound like a serial killer <laughs> he's fast mm, but Toby was probably on sort of like his phone signal in his mansion they probably got a booster in their garden oh, probably, so yeah. it's you know like yeah. high quality probably but thanks for joining us Toby it's nice, nice that you nice took the Toby. time yeah. um, right what are we doing shall now shall we do the top 10 okay to, we can quickly to get do top it, 10 get yeah, I thought you wanted to do the mystery voice but let's do top 10 well let's go let's, let's keep film related okay, okay let's not let's not you know who's to say the mystery voice is not film related well no that's true but we, I definitely know this is. Okay. Uh, so, number 10 this week, Playing With Fire. I haven't seen it. Kids Nickelodeon film with John Cena. Yes. Uh, this week's number for nine. For nine? For nine, Cats. Uh, dreadful. Yes. In all sorts of ways. Yes, it really well, is. Almost so bad it's good. Oh, uh, this week's number eight, Spies in Disguise. I've uh, not seen it. New animated film with Will Smith and Tom Holland. Uh, Let It Go Into the Unknown, Frozen 2. It's good, just not as good as the first one. Number six, Andrew... Andre Rio. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he's 70. He's 70 years young. And he keeps selling out cinemas with... I, I don't know, what is he? He's just a violinist, isn't uh, he? He's a violinist but conducts as oh, well. He's very wow. famous. Obviously with the Blue Rinse Brigade. This uh, <laughs> week's number five, you'll be happy about this, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, well, yeah, we didn't review this, did we? No. Uh, we'll talk more about it next week because it will still be in the top ten. And I might have seen uh, it because I do want to go and see it. One of the best films I saw last year the second best film I saw last year I loved it mixing comedy and kind of horror with the holocaust Uh, but yeah absolutely brilliant Uh, this week's number four mentioned it in the show earlier Little Women yes full review in the show you've obviously heard but very very good Uh, this week's number three looks very much like um, The Kingsman The Gentleman all of their posters and trailers I'm getting a Kingsman vibe from we reviewed it last week it's terrible yeah it's not great Guy Ritchie going back to Lockstock kind of Oi, 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 all right, mate. Oi, right, over here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a go. Oh, hey, geezer. Were you in that film? It could have been, but yeah. that's basically what yeah. it is. Uh, this week's number two, Jumanji, the next level. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And this week's number one, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. It yeah. was all right. It's all right. Have you seen it yet? I have. Oh, I reviewed you it last it. week. Yeah, right, yes, we did. You liked it more than me. Yes. 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 Good, top ten. That's good. Um, before we move on to You Can't Handle the Truth or yeah. Mystery Voice or... Uh, what's You Can't Handle the Truth? We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um, but well, you may have noticed if you follow Monday Movies on Facebook or Wicked Sound on the social media, yeah. uh, there were some very nice new graphics for the Monday Lovely. Movies. Um, and hilariously, Toby was cut from them. <laughs> the irony. It's hilarious, isn't the it? The irony of it. Um, what would you like to do? We should do late review next. No, we just had film stuff. Okay. Let's, let's do a mystery voice. We'll do a mystery voice? Yes, come on. Uh, so this is the feature from uh, the Sunday Breakfast Show with Your Good Self. That's right. Um, and every week you have a mystery voice. Yes, and Sally, uh, well, the, the listeners try and get it, and Sally has a go as well. I've not heard this yet. No. Nope. So let's, let's have a listen to the mystery voice. She's a, an amazing writer. We were very fortunate that she had some time to come and help us out. Daniel Craig. 
talking about uh, Fee, Fleabag. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. That's the one. Yep. I, I did say to Easy. Sally on Sunday Breakfast, he's talking about Phoebe Waller-Bridge. <laughs> had who, no idea who, who that was. Who did you think it was? Hmm? Who did you think it she was? She it was Prince Harry. Mm, yes. But hang on. What is it? How does any of... No idea. She's a, an amazing writer. We were very fortunate that she had some time to come and help us out. Is Meghan an incredible writer? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, he, maybe, maybe. Maybe Sally knows more about the royal family than we do. Um, well done. Go. Very That's good. That's quite easy. Very easy. Well I think done. more on the content than okay. the actual All right. Let's, voice. let's yeah. move on. You're, uh, a, you're a smarty pants. What, we get it. <laughs> what do you want to do next? Uh, what's this? Um, you you can't do? handle the okay, truth. I have, don't know what this is. Let's have this. And now... You can't handle the truth! Uh, so this is part of Rob's show on a Saturday afternoon uh, where basically uh, you have three statements. Uh-huh. Two of them are lies. Oh, right. One of them are true. Like the mask singer. Yes. Yes, very much Without like Without the masks yeah. or the singing. And we did it first. Okay. So this week, normally mm. it's Rob that does it, yes. but this week it turned to me. Right, so so what, you're, you're giving us three things three. about your life. Yes, and you have to... And only one of them is in fact true. Yes. Uh, so I'll, I'll read you out the three statements. <laughs> it just sounds like you're carrying a microphone, that sounds awful. Um, and you've got to guess which one is um, the truth. Go for it. I was coming back from the loo while at the restaurant. Oh, we started. We started. Oh, okay. Sorry, I just thought. <laughs> I was coming back from the loo while at a restaurant. Yeah. While coming back, I tripped over a waitress and was covered in drink. Okay. Statement number one. Mm. Uh, I went to the Equihose, which is an the what? Uh, Equihose, a bunch of islands off Jersey. Right. Uh, on a boat trip. Yeah. Got to the island and fell flat on my face into sand. Uh-huh. And I went to Westfield and bumped into not one, not two, but three celebrities. Jersey. You're going to go for Jersey? Yep. Why do you think that? Because you very rarely go anywhere interesting. <laughs> That's one of the interesting places you go to. So, yeah, I'm going to go for Jersey. Wrong. Oh. Uh, and the falling over the waitress? Wrong. Was one of the funniest moments of my oh, life okay. when Amy uh, bumped into a waitress and was covered in right. drink. And I went to Westfield and bumped into not oh. one, not two, but three. Turns out my life's quite dull. That yeah. took us all week to work Who out. Who were the three celebrities? They are celebrities. Oh, not Love Island style celebrities. No, no, this was like 2012. Not Celebrity Big Brother kind of. Emily Sunday. Oh, that's a celebrity. That's a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very pleasant. Yes. Uh, Duncan. Well, I'm, me. From Blue. Oh. And Fraser from M Dubs. Wow. Yeah. Okay, it started off good. But we've got to remember, it's 2012. <coughs> Even in 2012, so, yeah. Fraser from Endubs. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. It's Sally's on Saturday. Sally's. Oh, is it? What's yeah. she come up with? I, I don't know. It's not Saturday yet, is it? Oh, okay. For us. So she's got to come up with three statements about herself. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Be I'll hilarious. tune in. I'll be tuning in. What time are we, what, what time can I hear that? Uh, that will be after the three o'clock news on Saturday. Okay. S- no, on, two on, o'clock on, on Saturday. On which frequency? Wickham Sound, 106.6. If you're in the High Wickham area, or via the website, wickhamsound.org.uk, or via radio player. All right. Don't advertise another show. <laughs> Especially when he's been arguing with us. <laughs> During our yeah, show, goodness very sake. Um, we have a late review, apparently. We do have a late review. Second Excellent. week. Yeah. Been catching up with films because mm-hmm. a lot of the big films are now appearing on Sky cinemas and right. streaming sites yep. and stuff like that. Yep, yep. Uh, and that is... <coughs> da, da, da. Coco. Wow, okay. I thought you were going to say something from last year. No. Just, no, so something from about four or five years ago. It's, was it that long ago? Yeah. I thought it was only about two years ago. I would say it's... When do you think it was? Uh, what are we at? 2020, 19, 18, 17. I'm going to go for 2016 or 2017. No. What do you think? 2017. 2017. Yeah. Yeah. So three, three years, years ago. Three years ago. Only just. Okay. 
Um, I loved it. No, really? No, I loved it. Oh, it's good. A great film. I, I think it's a a bold move <clears throat> oh, yeah. for Disney and Pixar because it was. You know, Disney is it Pi- Pixar or is it Disney? It is Disney. It's. I think it's. I thought it was a Disney film, not a Pixar. No, it's Pixar because they've got the um, Toy Story, oh, Pizza okay. Planet thing in it. Right. Um, I thought it was a big, a big move for them because it's not. Hey, look, I'm a princess. Nice. Hey, I'm dead. I'm dead, and I'm going to sing about it. Yeah, and you know, it's you know quite. A, I you know welled up in parts because you know oh. it's a bit sad yeah. in some parts. So mm. I thought. For a Pixar film, it's very, very good. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Good. Well done. I loved it. Excellent. Very, very good. You do realise for next week we need to watch The Irishman. Do we have to? Yes. Okay. Because it's going to be up for all the Oscars and BAFTAs. It's going to win loads of awards. So I really think we need to watch it. Okay. Okay? Okay. Can we do that? I'll try. I'll try and organise it. You know, see, I sat down yesterday afternoon. I had nothing to watch. And Clinton was making some cakes. And I thought, I'll put The Irishman on. It was about four o'clock. And I was like... Oh no! That'd be like no, seven. seven. I mean, I could have. You could have. There's no reason I shouldn't no. have done it. it was just... And it's you know that's the whole thing you know about watching films. You know, if you're going to the <laughs> cinema, your phone is off. You're not going to be distracted by anything. Yes. If you're at home, someone could turn up. The phone could ring. Exactly. Clinton might need help with his cakes. Exactly. Mm, yeah. He might need you to taste the cakes. Oh, no. No? Never happens. You know what I, I don't know why I never get samples. <laughs> you never get. I would imagine you I got never samples. get samples. Mm. I sometimes lick the bowl. That's the best bit, though, isn't it, really? Yeah. Licking the bowl. Yes. Do you have a favourite type of cake? That was one of my favourite jokes as a kid. Um, we... Mummy, mummy, can I lick the bowl? No. Pull the chain like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy. Of course, people don't have chains anymore. No. No. It doesn't work. No. Fl- push flush the button. It. Yeah, push, push Wave your hand button. over the sensor. Oh, you got a flash toilet. Well, no, like in, in most of the um, public toilets, they have sensors. What? On the actual toilet or the urinals? Both, sometimes. I've never been in one where there's a sensor on the toilet. I've always had to push a button. Oh, yeah, or because... a flap. <laughs> because then it's... Often li- find a flap in a public toilet. <laughs> do you? <Yeah. laughs> I bet you do. Um, but then it's less to clean because you're yes. not touching something. Right. You just wave over it. Okay, I'm, I've not been in one of those. Have you not? No. Pretty sure the Eden Shopping Centre do- does. I've never been for a wee in the oh. Eden Shopping Centre. You try it one day. It's <laughs> okay. great experience. Yeah, clean- I'll be going out there. Where are you going? Just going for a wee <laughs> in the shopping centre. It's been highly recommended. Five star experience. And free. And free. It's great. What more could you want? And they have those really good, um, I'd say hair dryers. No. Hand, hand dryers that are like the, you just put your hand. Oh, the right, yes, I've yeah. had those. Dyson ones. Dyson ones. Yeah, yeah. There's different ones now. This is Fascinating stuff. Daniel, Absolutely it? fascinating. Oh. Uh, should we do it again next week? Yeah. The answer is yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. We'll uh, find out if you're still champion of Oxford. Yes. The great new drive time feature. Very exciting. And we'll be reviewing Bad Boys for Life. Oh, do you want to know if there's anything else? Oh, yeah. Uh, Bombshell. Oh, oh yes. That, but that got nominated for a couple of... Yeah, and stuff. Just Mercy. Not heard of that one. So there's three films out uh, next week that we will be discussing. Very or nice. two at least. Definitely Bombshell and Bad Boys for Life. And I might have seen 1917. And well done. We might have seen Irishman. Or I might, Jojo Rabbit. I might have seen Jojo Rabbit as I well. I can't recommend Jojo Rabbit enough. I think I, uh, this is a cry to cinema chains that start with C or E. Yeah. Um, can you have earlier screenings? They do have early screenings. But there's like 10. They do. 
What's the earliest? Uh, okay, what's the earliest? Nineteen seventeen, Jojo Rabbits or those are the two? On what day would you like to see it, sir? Any weekday. Can I have your credit card details? <laughs> you, talking of on uh, a weekday. On a weekday, yeah. So twelve twenty for nineteen seventeen. Too late. Be finished by two twenty. Yeah, but I start. Early. I've got. I don't just turn up to drive time. I do other stuff. Oh, but you could come in earlier, and do stuff, then go and watch well, them and come back. Yes, that's Thank true. Thank you. And Jojo, twelve o'clock. Yeah, I know. But when I'm the thing is when I'm here because I'm normally editing or something. Yeah, but you can. It's very hard in, to stop. Come in two hours earlier. Get here at eight. Well, that's true. Yeah. You could do it if you wanted. I to. could. You're making excuses uh, now. Yeah, stop criticizing Cineworld. Who can I just say? Oh, hang on. Are you going to criticize new me? carpet? Oh. Did they hear me last week? Don't know. They got nice new carpet. Not through all of it. They've just done some, some so far. I mean, the Eden one is. It's been there. I know. I have to admit, the eleven uh, years the now. quality of the screening of 1917 wasn't great. No, but it's because it's an eleven-year-old cinema. Mm. That shouldn't affect the projection of a digital file. It depends how old the projector is, because even. But it's not like a projector projector. No, is it? but even then, you just think how the, like the screen technology, you know, is different as well. I know, but Little Women was fine, right. crystal crystal clear. But nineteen seventy. But maybe they've pants. updated some of their uh, their projectors. Possibly, possibly. I, I think we. I can't remember if we mentioned this to you in the week or on the podcast last mm. week. So sorry for repeating. Mm. Um, but you look at other cine worlds. You know, they've got flashy stairs. They've oh got no, yeah, yeah, Screens. Yeah, yeah. Rise Slip and Watford are both very very nice. Even I know it's obvious that this one would be nice, but Leicester Square. Well, obviously yes. It's nice, but you know. Wait, come on. They need, to, they need to smarten it up. It does need to smarten Because, you know, Empire Nail's got comfy seats. Yes. Come on. Sort come it out. Sort it out. Sort it out, okay. guys. So, we'll review those films for next week. Cineworld will improve their cinemas <laughs> for next week. <laughs> yeah. Sort we'll it. all be happy. We'll all be happy. Okay, how are you going to end this? <clears throat> I don't know. I tell you what. With a hula hoop Not with crunch. you eating are a you hula hoop. Are you doing ASMR now? You could, hang on, hang on, we could do a bit of ASMR. Yeah, what? It's when you know, and now I'm going to eat into this. What are you doing? Have you not heard of ASMR? No. Really? What is ASMR? Uh, it's, oh, I can't remember what it stands for. Hang on. Auto-stimulating. Yes, I think. Melodic recording. Uh, autonomous sensory meridian response. No, don't know what it means. So it's like, it's like nice noises. So right. some, and then, like you do it quietly. See, some people will love that. Hmm. I just find it disgusting. But normally they do it with like two microphones, so you can have it like you can have it panned. Oh, okay. So like you're only hearing it in one ear, or you're only hearing it in the other. Right. I'll Google it. Okay, good. We can okay. do that next week. Let's do that next, next week. week. We'll have some audio ASMR. Audio um, stimulation. Yeah. Be an 18 rated <laughs> podcast next week. Yeah, stop. Um, that's the end of this week's <sighs> podcast. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> you want to explain a lot? <laughs> <laughs> right, bye then. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bad boys for life. Is that the name, new name of the podcast? Yes. Yeah, okay, good. Bye. You've been listening to a podcast from Wickham Sound. To find out more, head to wickhamsound.org.uk. It's fast. Mm, very.